So purpose, what is the purpose? When you think about purpose, examine what you want to have happen. And one of the ways my mentor has talked about it with me is what happens when you've worked with 10,000 people, what happens? I'm Dr. Mora. I'm a college professor, instructor, coach, and passionate mentor to health coaches around the world. But I haven't always been that confident and committed to my coaching career. I was hesitant to take the next step and wasn't sure what the best approach was to success and fulfillment. I decided to step into my passion and purpose of guiding health coaches on their journey from hesitant health coach to committed health coach. With a unique approach to coach growth, the Coaching Hive Blueprint combines creating a mindful vision with inspiring guidance and progress-driven learning. The Coaching Hive podcast is your glimpse into the concepts, ideas, and approaches that underscore the Coaching Hive while giving you the opportunity to implement tools and tips along the way. Are you ready to dive into today's podcast? Then let's go and remember that this podcast is family-friendly, so go ahead and play it through your speakers. Welcome to a brand new month with The Coaching Hive, and this one is going to be special. This month is all about passion and purpose. And in this month, I have an extra special something coming your way. Next week on August 10th, I am sitting down with book author Amy McLaren to talk about her brand new book that is releasing on August 10th called Passion to Purpose. In fact, Amy's new book is so empowering that I am offering a free virtual book club for Passion to Purpose. If you are interested in joining the book club, we will have a private Facebook group, a private Telegram channel with daily inspiration and live virtual discussions to create authentic connection and progress toward leaning into our passions and purpose. If you would like to sign up, go ahead and head on over to bit.ly, B-I-T, period L-Y, forward slash, Passion to Purpose book club to sign up today. Before we jump into today's topic, I just want to share a little bit with you about this book. I really cannot wait for you all to read the book. I have been pouring over it for the last few weeks, and it has already been filled with sticky notes and ideas and insights and thoughts and aha moments that are really driving a lot of things right now. I just keep going back to it and finding new nuggets of wisdom. Each time I read the book, it is with different insights. And I think this book is a real game changer. So much so that my founding members inside the Coaching Hive membership are receiving a free copy as a gift from me because I want to make sure they have it. The book club begins this week with our first live discussion on Monday, August 16th. But you'll want to go ahead and join today so that you can catch the conversations leading up to the book launch and up to our first live discussion. So again, if you need that link to join, it's bit.ly, B-I-T, period L-Y, forward slash passion to purpose book club. Okay, enough about the book club. It is exciting. I'm excited about it. I cannot wait for you to join me. But let's go ahead and dive into today's episode with something that I saw pop up and a health coaching group that I'm a part of. It just really stuck with me, probably because I had been reading Amy's Passion to Purpose book. I had it on my mind, but I thought it might be helpful to have a conversation here about the post that I saw. 
a health coach posted that they were feeling frustrated about how to find jobs. And it's frustrating because the health coaching arena is still very new. Not everyone respects the health coaching certification. Even that national board certification isn't always recognized just yet. And she went on to say that many employers are still looking for nurses instead of recognizing that a health coach, even without that RN degree, can offer a lot to their clients. And this coach was sharing that she was feeling very frustrated, kind of beaten down that there weren't jobs. She felt like it was a situation of, you know, there's this hidden secret until you're in the club. And the secret is that you don't know there aren't as many jobs as you might expect until you're a health coach. And while that's changing, you know, there's some validity to her concerns and it does take perseverance in getting a job in the health coaching industry. But I do feel like that it takes perseverance to get a job in just about any industry. Here's what makes this a little different in some cases. A lot of times when we get into health coaching, we're very passionate. And when we're passionate, we think, man, this is just going to happen. And we forget that realistic side of things. So one thing that this person noticed is a lot of people jumped in to comment on her post and offer encouragement and possible options to move forward, including myself. Everyone was asking, what is it that you really want? What do you want to do? What's underlying everything for you pursuing health coaching? And you could tell she thought about it. And she came back saying, you know what? I don't know why everyone keeps asking me what my purpose is, what my why is. I understand this. I just want, I know what my purpose is. My purpose is to be a health coach. I just want to be a health coach. That's my purpose. And in that moment, all I could think was, okay, you want to be a health coach, but what's the purpose behind it, right? Because the purpose itself to me and my coaching hive members now know this too, because we talk about it all the time. It's not the job. It's not the job title. And it's not even the job with an organization or your own business. It's not specifically that. What is your purpose? It's bigger than the job. It's more than that. When reading Amy McLaren's Passion to Purpose book, I love that she defines passion as engagement with what you love. Okay, so in this case, this health coach is saying her purpose is to be a health coach. So what does she really want out of that? What is, she wants to interact with what she loves. What is her purpose? I have a mentor with whom I work. I've been working with him for about six months now. And one of his big things is always to say, your deeper purpose is what happens when you are, in this case, a health coach. It's not health coaching. That's not your purpose. That is your job. It's what happens because you're a health coach. And if you've been following me for a while, you've seen me talk about one of my purposes, one of my deeper purposes. It isn't to have my own business. It's not to work with lots of health coaches. My purpose is that health coaching will be so normal that there will be health coaches available for anyone everywhere. That's my deeper purpose. And so I work in the coaching hive to help coaches get to that point where they are out in the world. Then there are more coaches who are confident, who are committed, and they're taking action. Because when they do that, 
then to my mind, I'm helping support my deeper purpose, which is having health coaching, health and wellness options available for everyone. So what is the specific coach's purpose? Is it health coaching? And I would argue the purpose is not health coaching. The purpose might be to help others avoid chronic disease. Her purpose might be to be financially independent or to give back to her community more effectively. It might be something that her deeper purpose is allows her to have more time off regularly. Regardless of what this specific coach's purpose is, the key is that you want to make sure that you're exploring your purpose from a place of your passion. What is your passion? I love working with other people. I love helping them think through their options and then figure out what next steps to take. That's one of the reasons I mentor. It's one of the reasons that I sit down with coaches every single month and talk about the possibilities. And we talk about, you know, where do you feel stuck? How do you move forward? Because my passion is really to help other people make the progress they desire. I love it. It lights me up. Every single time I get off a coaching hive call and come out of my office, I have that wow moment. Wow, this is so much fun. I love doing this. And I've done a couple of different things in my life. I've taught at the college level and I still do. I teach health coaching occasionally. And this is the one that my husband looks at me and he says, wow, Maura, you walk out of your office lit up. And he's right. I come out and I'm grinning like a fool because it's just so amazing to be a part of those conversations, to watch that momentum. So purpose, what is the purpose? When you think about purpose, examine what you want to have happen. And one of the ways my mentor has talked about it with me is what happens when you've worked with 10,000 people, what happens? And so I say, well, when I've worked with 10,000 coaches, everyone has an opportunity to have access to a health coach. And it just becomes very real that if I can work with coaches day in and day out, help them move from hesitancy to commitment to action with my coaching hive blueprint, then the world has more access to health coaches. And that means that I get to see little kids growing up healthy and nothing would make me happier. I get to see developing nations who don't have the access to health and wellness opportunities and resources that we have here in the U.S. I get to see them having access. It means that developing nations, just like those that Amy McLaren supports with her foundation village impact, those developing nations have access in village impact. Amy helps make education possible in Kenya. They have already built 15 schools and with the proceeds of her book, Passion to Purpose, Village Impact will be building a girls boarding school in Kenya. And that is going to open the doors to education for even more girls and women that didn't exist previously. And so when I think about their purpose to be able to educate those who would otherwise be without the opportunities education affords, it gives me goosebumps. Although the coaching hive operates on a much smaller circle for now, I think 
about working with coaches in that same way and guiding coaches to confidently step into their role as a health coach that allows more people to have access regardless of their situation, their circumstance, their education level, their financial well-being, that everyone has access to someone to help guide them through the choices they're making for their health and well-being. What a better place we would be in if that were the case. Even if it's talking about sleep hygiene, even if it's talking about at the end of a hard day, when you've worked 20 hours in the field, coming home and simply sitting for 60 seconds and breathing by having those conversations about health, coaching can change so much. It doesn't change everything. Absolutely not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it does, but add to these, all of the, uh, add to this, all of the other humanitarian efforts. And we see change happen. So is your purpose to be a health coach? I would argue, no. I would say, what are you hoping to have happen? Because you are a health coach who is actively working with clients, what are you hoping to have happen? I would argue, take it a step further then. And the clients who've worked with me, my coaching hive members who've worked with me know that health coaching is not my purpose. Working with coaches is not my purpose. They know that you have to keep peeling the onion back, peel it back, then peel it back another layer, take it a next layer down, keep going. What happens when this happens? What happens next? What's Y when Z? What's Z you know, you, you just keep going, you keep digging down. It allows for us to come to our coaching business from a place of deep authenticity and deep awareness. And when you are aware of what's going on, you can explore with new eyes and new perspectives. You can look at the options in a different way by doing that hard work. You are giving yourself the gift of exploration. You are giving yourself that opportunity to tell yourself a new story about what's happening. So what happens if that first job doesn't work out because they want you to be an RN and my goodness, you're not, you have no intention of going back to school to be an RN. You're a health coach. You've done your education. You don't want a new degree. You're good. Well, what if that opens you up to say, you know what? This wasn't the right place for me at this moment. It's not going to help me accomplish what I want to accomplish. It's not going to help me have what I need as a health coach. Think about what purpose you are hoping to achieve. What do you want? What lights you up? What empowers you? You have to really ask yourself these questions. What am I really wanting? What values of mind does this support? Because that's when you get to your purpose. And we tell ourselves a lot of times that our purpose is something that we've heard, right? My purpose is to do this or to be this. We tell ourselves stories all the time about what's expected of us, why I need to have this, why they need to do that, why I need to be here. I need to wear this or that. I need to look a certain way. I need to dress a certain way. These are all stories that we've told ourselves, which may or may not have truth, and they may or may not allow us to grow. I will never forget 
It was my first year teaching in college and my best friend, she was a year behind me in grad school. So she was still finishing up. I had finished my PhD. She had a year left. And she said, okay, Maura, now that you're in the classroom in front of, oh, 75, 18 and 19 year old students, and you're mm, 25, maybe it's time to think about wearing just a little bit of makeup. Now I'm not a girly girl. Um, it never occurred to me to wear makeup, but she said, you know, it will help distinguish you from your students. And I think it'll give you a little bit more confidence. And, you know, this is what your best friend can say to you. And we really thought about it. And I thought about makeup. I've, I had never worn makeup. I was never someone who cared about makeup. And at the end of the day, it wasn't about the makeup. But it was about putting myself together and taking that time in the morning. Yes, we went. I learned how to put makeup on. I wear makeup today. I do enjoy it. Uh, but there are plenty of days I go without as well. But what did I learn in that moment and through that process? It was about taking the time in the morning to get myself into the mindset of, I have something to offer these students. So it was about confidence. And even though I'm still in my twenties, there may be 18, maybe 19 year old students. Some of them are 21 and I'm teaching them. I'm just a few years older than them. I'm goofy. I'm quirky. I still have something to offer because I've been through these courses. I do know what it's like, intensely know what it's like, because I just got through these undergrad courses not that long ago. I know what it means to be stuck. I know what it means to get that C back on a test. And you think I studied, I don't get it. So, you know, it wasn't about the makeup. I didn't put two and two together right away. I didn't really appreciate it in the way I do now. I didn't appreciate it for a long time because I thought it was about the makeup. But what I realized looking back is that it helped me know my purpose better to put on that makeup in the morning because I stood in front of the mirror. I got dressed. I put myself together and I thought I can do this and I have something to offer. Whether it's showing that I can be confident in being a nerd or working through something that just doesn't make sense. So that one moment of, I think it's time to learn how to put on makeup, Mora turned into so much more. What it means is that I had the confidence to sit down on the floor with my students. They would gather when I was at Wofford College. They would gather in a room and I would sit down with them, talk with them. They'd show me all the new things and apps they were using. They showed me all kinds of things, but it gave us a chance to sit down and talk, really authentically talk. And had I never had that conversation with my sweet friend about makeup, I don't know that I would have realized one of my purposes was to sit down and guide and to mentor because I don't know if I would have had the confidence. And that confidence came from the time in the morning where I breathed. I took that moment to myself to say, I have something to offer, but I'm not sure I would have gotten there without that one moment with my friend. So maybe the job is your purpose, but I would argue it's something else. It wasn't about the makeup. It was about the confidence and uncovering my purpose to sit down and guide and mentor. I would argue it's something deeper. It's not your job. That's your purpose. Explore that this week and know that next week we are getting together with Amy McLaren to talk about her brand new book being published on August 10th called Passion to Purpose. You can check her out on our website, passiontopurposebook.com, 
And if you're ordering several books at a time, maybe you have your own book club with your own friends. There are some fun options that you can get if you're ordering in bulk, either five or 10 books or more. So make sure you take a look at Amy's website, passiontopurposebook.com and order your book, download your free Passion to Purpose Planner PDF. And as a reminder, now is the time to join the Passion to Purpose book club that I'm hosting here in the Coaching Hive. We are going to have open and honest discussions about passion and purpose and leaning into that. Feel free to bring your friends along. This is a free opportunity, very much community style for authentic conversation. So until next week, I hope I've given you some things to think about in terms of your passion and your purpose and kind of peeling back the layers to discover the root of everything. With that in mind, I'll go ahead and wrap up for this week and I'll see you back here next week for our conversation with Amy McLaren. Y'all, I cannot wait for this opportunity. It's going to be wonderful. I have been participating in a course facilitated by her husband, Stu, for the last few months. I've gotten to know them both, Amy and Stu, and they are both absolutely engaging, beautiful souls. So I think that you will thoroughly enjoy our conversation and learn a little bit more about yourself along the way. Until next week, my friends, keep peeling back the layers of your purpose onion to get to the heart and soul of what it is your passion and purpose are in life.